try to drag me into your mess, and I'm gonna drag you. Ooh. <laughs> and baby, now we got bad weather. <laughs> no. I had to. It's midnight. This, uh... <laughs> that wasn't really a tagline, though, but I like it. Well, I'm Tyler. And I'm Travis. And this is Privileged Twinks. Yes, a podcast where we review the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. That's in Utah. (laughs) (laughs) Get readjusted here. I'm trying to, um... We were just went to start filming or recording, and I don't know if it was our neighbors below us or where they were. To the side, to the side. We literally could not find out where it was coming from, but there were some... Two people were fighting... And we couldn't figure out where it was. And it sounded too clear, and it makes me feel like everybody knows our business, because it was, like, so clear. Well, and also, like, yeah, it was so clear that I was like, this is gonna be picked up on the mic. That clear. Yeah. So, like... Has everybody just been listening to everything we've said? Just picture it like like they're listening to the podcast. Yeah. At all times. Oh my god. Um, but this, so yeah, obviously today is the release of Midnight's, um, just like any privileged little twinks, I'm Uh, excited for it. Unrelated to Utah. Unrelated to Utah. Um, this episode was interesting. What'd you think? I was, I was entertained. I was entertained. I have lots of opinions. So I was like coming away with like, mmm, ah, mmm. Do you, did you have a team at the end of it all? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I swear every time we try to record, the dog literally goes and finds every toy that she's ever had and plays with it right next to the microphone. We just took her on a walk to make sure this didn't happen. Uh-huh. And here she but is. But it still is. Um, okay, whose team were you on eventually? Um, at the end. With caveats, Team Heather. At the end, you were Team Heather? Mm-hmm. Mm, I was going to say the opposite. Interesting. I guess we'll get into Liar! Why? <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah, last man! Something we forgot to um, talk about last week was Lisa running away. Oh, giving yeah. Giving very much Kyle energy running away from Kim's fight. She had nice flowy hair. It was very, it was like life imitating art. Yeah. Imitating life. Imitating art. Imitating life. Right. <laughs> Very that. Also, there was a lot of BravoCon this week. Do you want to talk about anything that you saw Salt Lake City-wise that you thought was good? Also, apparently they put it all on Peacock, so maybe... Oh, we could watch the whole panels. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you can watch it on the plane tonight, and then when you get back, we can maybe do like a mini-episode on Monday. True, true. Yeah, I saw some of the... I mean, there wasn't really anything newsworthy in the sense of like information. Um, I feel like... Some of the, like, apparently the the Salt Lake City panel itself, people said they got a little heated, like spicy. Mm. Um, and so obviously Heather and Whitney are not, at this point in time, in a good place. Yeah. So. I saw, the only clip that I saw was, I don't think it was their exact panel, but there was, because there was other housewives on it, but someone in the audience was like talking to Heather and was saying a lot of stuff and then Whitney decided to like respond to them. And then they just, like, left the mic, like, Team Heather. And he was like, I don't care what team you're on. She said, I, I know what you're talking about. She said, um, I don't think she said I don't care about teams. I think she just said, who's tweeting about who. That's what it was. And then she ended with that, saying that. I did, at the end of it all, the, I think the reason that I was Team Whitney at the end of it all is that, like... I don't like that Heather's saying, like, you're making it about you when it's not about you. When Whitney is, like, opening up about something that she's going through in the moment. So are we going to talk about the end at the beginning? Because we can, because I have lots of things to say. It's going to take a minute to get it all I out. guess, yeah, let's, let's start with that. Okay. I, at the end of it, I'm still Team Heather. Because I think that while she did and I said with caveats because she did say some things that I don't agree with and yeah. I think and one in particular that was her like overly hurtful yeah but I think she's right in the sense that they put this trip together for Jen she did out of a guilty conscience hijack it you know 
caused a big scene, caused a rift. Yeah. She did, while she clearly remembers it, she was quite inebriated. Mm -hmm. She wasn't careful with her words. And I also feel like she was also projecting a lot. Which, you know, she's a victim of something. Does it make it other people's baggage? Yeah. I I don't know how, like, we'll get more into that, but at the end of the day, I think Heather was correct. I think she was frustrated because things got derailed. Whitney did make it about her situation. Uh, She did effectively ruin it and cause a big rift in their relationship. Um, All because she couldn't wait. I don't know. Like, there was something else there, too. The way she... Oh, yeah. Her explanation of things... Like, you can't expect... People aren't inside your brain. Yeah. So they don't know what's going on. She, As far as the show's concerned, she hasn't, like, delved into what happened to her at all. Like, you can infer, obviously. Yeah. And maybe she's told them more off camera. But you can't assume somebody knows that you have trust issues or that you have... Or that the way you're feeling right now is making you vulnerable to certain things. Like, you just can't expect them to know that, right? Like, they're not inside your brain. Yeah, and I agree with you. I'm not, like, Team Whitney in that... I don't think she needed to bring all that stuff up and make it go so far when the trip was for Jen. But where I don't like what Heather said was she was like... I'm paraphrasing, but she was like, this trip was about Jen, not about you bringing up your abuse. Uh, Yeah, the line that got me was she said somebody who who has real problems. Yeah, and then she said that right after that. That was a low blow. I I do think that came at the after like all of the the night of fighting, the heated discussion at the table. So I think she probably said it out of anger, though I'm not I don't want to excuse it. But that's where I was like, okay, like her problem is a very real problem, like unless you're saying she's lying about it. Yeah. Which would be an unnecessary accusation. It's hard to for as a viewer to watch it knowing that Jen is guilty because it does kind of feel like okay yes it's about Jen but also like she's guilty yeah you can't you have to hold it in your brain that they don't know it right exactly Mm -hmm. uh and I was gonna say I thought this was a very sweet episode like when Jen left and it it was it was it showed very much like the bond that they all five have um but then it was kind of spoiled (laughs) by being like oh right but they're backing her, but then they shouldn't be. But they don't know that yet. Right. Anyway. As far as they know, she's innocent. That's what she's telling everybody. That's what yeah. everybody believes. And as and if you think of it, like, what if she was innocent and she's, you know, hadn't pled guilty? It would be a very sweet gesture. Exactly. So. I did see that Andy answered a question at BravoCon that was basically like... They were like, why isn't Jen Shaw here? And he was like, well... When you plead guilty to something like that, that's unfortunately kind of like where that's, our, that's where we have to our relationship ends. Yeah. Although he said he would be what he would want to he wants to interview her. Yeah. But it would be like more one on one. I don't think she's going to be at the reunion. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so they'll probably like edit her time down a lot. I imagine. Like of the show, you think? I would think so. I mean, I don't know. The, the process. Like the I don't know if they... Sherry Pie of it all? Sherry Pie of it all? Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna, like, if they edit these, like, now, or if they have everything done before they release the episodes, or if it's, like, partially done, or if they get, or maybe they'll just go back and recut it. Or maybe they'll just leave it. I, I don't know. I think they're not gonna recut it. Yeah. It's I think just, they would have said something already. Yeah, it's just hard when there's, like, a lot of, if there's a, a big storyline about somebody and they're just not there to talk about it. In the reunion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the storyline is going to be this. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. So it's not like... A whole season of bad, bad weather? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I think Jen's whole storyline is just going to be oh. trial stuff. Yeah. So. um, I am intrigued. I, I'm like... I know that we heard somewhere that they were filming... Like, they wrapped filming, but then when she pled guilty that they filmed with her and the other ladies that day... So I'm interesting. I, I wonder if we're going to get that kind of like on the mid-season trailer. Oh, of like, some of that footage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I am interested to see their immediate reactions to it. Even though I know like when they're filming this, it's months away. I, I feel like they're going to save it till the end. Like save everything? Well, I don't know. Actually, why would they do that? Because everybody knows. It make, Well, no, it kind of makes me think of um, the 
thing on Selling Sunset when her husband broke up with her. Oh, yeah. And they kind of, like, like had definitely had finished wrapping the show. And then they kind of, like, went and did, like, an interview with her and I think Mary. Right. We're kind of, like, talking about it. And it was clear that it was, like, not in the same timeline. Yeah. So I'm assuming they'll do something like that. Like, it'll be, like, the last ten minutes of the show. Of the right. season. But I'm, I want to see clips from it, though. Like, I'm, I'm feeling kind of jaded because last season we got the arrest as, like, the trailer oh, for see. the season. Yeah. It's also hard to watch, like, because she's really displaying her <coughs> fears about it. And now, you know, like, her fears come true. Yeah. I mean, even if, she, I, obviously, if she did all that, she deserves some sort of punishment. But it's just, you know. Yeah. You're getting an intimate view into, like, somebody's psyche about the pain, like, the repercussions of their actions. Yeah. And also, there was a little bit of that I noticed in the editing today. She was she was in a confessional, and she was, like, said something like, I'm just trying to take everything, like, not take everything for granted, because this time next year, you never know, I might not be able to go to certain things. And then it was like, dun-dun. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, okay, do you want to go ahead and get started on the recap? Yes! Okay, so, Heather, it's like right after Heather says fuck you and leaves. Yeah. Um, they show, like, Whitney crying and talking to Meredith, um, and she's kind of, I don't know if it's like in her drunk mind or if she actually feels this way, is kind of saying she lets Heather walk all over her and she's not one to do that anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm very confused by some of the things she said because because it doesn't come up later they don't she doesn't clarify it i it seems like the statement was kind of general like you know somebody who has those issues that says in life she's allowed people to because of this thing that happened she's allowed people to take advantage of her yeah but this the way she said it also kind of sounded like very accusatory towards heather so it's like are you saying heather does all these things to you and I'm going to need you to be specific. I feel like Heather's a big personality, and maybe she has let her kind of take the reins in their friendship and, like, with other people. Maybe that's what she's talking about. Yeah. I just, that's, I get, which, fine, I just was like, I, I wish they would have circled back to that, because I'm like, what, what, what did yeah. you mean by that? Well, maybe they will, because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure this is going to be, like you said, the big storyline of the season. That was very, that part was frustrating to me, because she said a couple things that I was like, Are, seriously? Like... Yeah. And that that goes back to the projecting thing. Like your bad your trauma is not somebody else's baggage. Yeah. And, and it's also and some, not... and people don't always do that to you personally because like they don't know what you've been through and they don't know what you're thinking. So it's like not you can't assume it's like she's she to me was talking about it like Heather knew all these things that were in her brain right. and did those things despite it. And I'm like I don't think that's the case. No. But I do think screaming fuck you for, like, her calling oh, her a liar right. once, like, I think that was too much. This, right. Oh, and that's another this reason This was a I'm disproportionate... Whitney. The thing is, is we've never really seen Heather blow up. So yeah. maybe this is just... Heather might be the type of person that's, like, all or nothing. Like, she's either calm or she's on it. And I, I guess. But we've, we don't have any other examples, really. So I don't know. She's it usually very... Feels- I feel like I am a little bit on Whitney's side in that, like, even if I was kind of saying stupid things, you don't have to do all that to me, your best friend here, that, like, I didn't really do that much. Like, I said, no, you definitely did know this, and then immediately just be like, fuck you. This is the thing. Screaming and crying? Like, that's too much. It it went from zero to a hundred. It did. And I agree. The, The reaction was disproportionate. I don't fully understand it. So that's what, it makes me feel like there's missing information. But I do think maybe Heather really has wanted to mend or to have a friendship with Lisa since the beginning of the show. Yeah. And she's always had a chip on her shoulder about how Lisa's treated her. And I think this is the first time she's seen like an inroad into, you know, making peace and having a friendship. And then now... Whether she heard it or not, Whitney, in order to back her own self up, doing something that Heather told her not to do, yeah, is now dragging Heather into it. 
which I think maybe is why she reacted because she's she told her not to do it for just for personal advice and also it's Jen's weekend and now she's jeopardizing Heather's relationship potential relationship with Lisa right yeah so, that makes sense but I don't it's still it's still a lot yeah but maybe that's part of the reason why she blew up yeah. and as we've seen some people do not I don't like to be called a liar either I don't know if I would react like that but it's really I I feel like Heather might be the same in that like honesty is a is sort of a big personality. Like, some people, like, loyalty is a big thing to them. Honesty is a big thing. Like, t- and I feel like I'm generally straightforward with people. And so, and I try, and I'm overly trusting. So, like, I sometimes stupidly assume that people, other people are the same. Yeah. I'm better about it at my older age, but when I was younger, I was very gullible. Uh, so, for people to uh, say something that's so, like, contradictory to your nature is, like, yeah. No. <laughs> Why? I No. <laughs> I, just, I still don't fully understand the blow up, but it does make sense. I feel like you're that way a little bit with certain things, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what, they, what the triggers are, but kind of like my tone of voice can trigger you. Yeah, I don't like to be called a liar. I don't like for somebody to say something insinuating that I'm misrepresenting purposefully. Uh-huh. Okay, I, that was a fancy way of saying I don't like being called a liar. <laughs> and and B and B and C and yeah. And I don't like, and I really, really do not like for people to tell me how I feel. Mm. Don't tell me if I'm angry, happy, or sad. I know. I think you do actually. How I feel, huh? I think you actually don't mind that. You were pushing it. <laughs> uh, speaking of pushing. Mm. Oh. Okay, this was also interesting because I I feel like. You know, obviously, Heather came back out, and, or Whitney came back out. Who went? Heather came back out. Heather went in the room for, like, two seconds and came back out. They were chit-chatting. They were talking about it again. And then, instead of going backwards, Heather decides to go forward, where Whitney's at. Right. You know, pushes her arm up and over, and she ends up stumbling against the wall. I mean, that was like a, like, she was mad. I yeah. mean, that was like a, that wasn't like a, uh, just a, like a, a little push. A little, no, I mean, okay. It was not a shove. Like, but, it, it wasn't like she grabbed her by the shoulders and threw her to the wall, but she did push that arm out, out, out of the way. It was, uh, they were really heated, but they're too close to fight. So that was her little bit of like physical anger. Yeah. I'm generally very against like, don't put your hands on other people, but at the same, Okay. I'm going to sound like a hypocrite. <laughs> generally, I would say, say... I'm generally against something, but I'm for it, then that is the definition just, of hypocritical. I, I just think there's, like... You can't be, like... To, like, human physical contact with people is, like, part of living. You know? It's like you hug your family and friends. You know, you have intimate relations with, the old, with people. Yeah. So when you're friends with somebody, like, there's physical contact. And I think, so this was a question in my brain as to whether or not this was, like, over the line. Yeah. Because I I don't think, I think there's a a little bit that is excusable. And I don't know, for me, if this was, like, but maybe it depends on how the other person reacts. I don't know. I was, like, you're really close. Like, the little, the arm shove up and she, you know, I don't, I don't know if that was, in my book, I was, like, is this... It was a shove out of the way. Yeah, but it wasn't like... That's what I'm saying. Part of it, I was like, I don't... Normally when I see stuff like that, I'm like, oh, oh, that's bad. And this, for some reason, I was like, oh, okay. Like, it didn't really like... I thought it was bad. Okay, so I don't know why I'm on that page. (laughs) I don't know. But it didn't really read to me as I think especially after someone is telling you that they've been abused, shoving someone against the wall in that same conversation is not appropriate. Yeah, but the thing is that she didn't, like, push her against the wall. She shoved her arm Okay, pushing up. her out of the way. Uh-huh. And then into, a, like, and then she went into the wall. Right. I don't know. I've... I'm well, interested in myself at this point. Like, what? why I don't think it's, like, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. What do you think of the, you lost me forever? It's so dramatic. I know. Not true. I know. I did like how also like she, how Whitney was like, "No, you're not losing me," and then she said, "No, you lost me, bitch." <laughs> yeah, 
I think I think sometimes it's also really painful because they are I know. lucky like they had a good relationship. It's, it seems like a silly thing to throw it out. It seems like a silly thing to throw everything out over even at this point. Yeah. I think that sometimes, especially when you're drunk and things like this are happening, it's easy to kind of go into the dramatics of it all. Yeah. Because I'm sure in that moment she did feel like this is like friendship breaking. But even though watching it, it doesn't feel like that as an audience member. Yeah. I don't know even being there though. It just was like, I don't, I'm trying to, okay, imagine you were there. I still think I would be like, what is happening? Yeah. I also forgot that they like didn't eat at all too. So even if none of them are like kind of drunk, that was really more drunk. Yeah, that editing was really funny. Uh, In memoriam, Uh, (laughs) they just fully left on the grill. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they didn't, but nobody ate them. Yeah. Um. So then Heather, after that, talks to Lisa and is like, "I didn't talk to you." I didn't. I haven't talked about you or your marriage or or your extramarital, extramarital affairs. At least it doesn't say anything to that, which I don't think proves anything. But I was like, oh, I I think it just came off as like I didn't. I wouldn't say anything about the rumors that they're talking about, basically. Um, and I like that Lisa. Honestly, was like so level headed this whole episode. Mm-hmm. She she really like made me like her a lot. Yeah. I mean, I've already kind of been riding the train, but. Yeah. What was it? Halfway through season two? Yeah. Was when it was like, all right, Lisa's getting it. Yeah. She, uh, so then it shows a time card that says 2-11 and Jen brings out Crystal Pussy. (laughs) This was such a bizarre little twist. This was also, um, somebody (laughs) tweeted about this that it was funny that everybody thought that that was Heather Heather Gay and the teaser and I didn't even think about that. I did. I literally was like, we even talked about it, I think. How good her twerk was and it wasn't even her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, but I really, this whole segment made me, it was so cute uh, and made me like Meredith more. Yeah. Because she just like tried it. (laughs) But the fact that she tried was just, I don't know. I was very entertained, and it was, I was... She yeah. was also wearing she the, like, tightest pants. pants for twerking, too. I know. But also, I liked when Jen kept screaming in the megaphone, like, pay that rent. And then Meredith was like, I will not be paying any rent this month. <laughs> it was so funny. Um. So then they show them waking up at noon, around noon, and Heather has loose, oh, <laughs> loose milk duds in the bed. So... <laughs> sad they were just so that is so okay i have a like i do not like eating food in the bedroom and i certainly do not want food in the bed like that's so to me that's nasty yeah and i mean i don't she was literally sleeping on milk duds yeah i don't think eating like candy like that is necessarily nasty in the bed but the fact that they were just scattered like, probably all underneath her and, like, melted chocolate in the sheets. Ugh, ugh. I don't know when this happened to me, but, yeah, I really, uh, it's very, like, no, uh, no. Well, you hate a lot of things, though. Yeah, I don't with like. food. I don't like that. Chewing noises, too. Ugh. Chew with mouth closed, people. <laughs> Anyways. So, then they show her piecing together the friendship note. That was a lot, though. Which I thought... Where did that come from? So I think Whitney gave them all like the pajamas. So I'm assuming that was in her little <coughs> bag, gift bag. Oh, okay. And so then they show Whitney like going I, back in the middle of the night. I know how to get back at you. I know, I hate her. I mean, that would hurt me though. The dramatics. You don't think seeing a thing that like the day before meant was like special now just being ripped up? No, I think it would, it wouldn't, I think it would, I would grab it and be like, what is this? Like, what are you, five? I mean, she is kind of like a drunk toddler. Or yeah. a toddler when she's drunk. Yes. <laughs> um. So then Heather is like talking to Meredith on the porch and Jen and Whitney are also talking. Whitney says she feels betrayed. Um. 
And Heather also, I think, said she feels betrayed. And then Whitney said she's going to see her brother and her half-sister. Or half-brother and half-sister. I just don't... I I still struggle. Like, I kind of see Heather's point of view more in the sense of the betrayal. Because she did flat out call her a liar over, like, whether she was or... I don't know. She She drug her into it to validate herself and then called her a liar. Yeah. And that, and, you know, she's saying you, you're supposed to be my friend, but you like you're supposed to be her friend, too. Yeah. So, what do you? And she told you not to do what you were doing, and you did it anyways. Not that she has to obey her. I'm just saying. Yeah, but she she didn't want that to happen. You did it anyways, and now you're dragging her into it, and then you call her a liar when she tries to get out of it. I, 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 I. And then Whitney's <laughs> saying she betrayed me. But it didn't feel like that to me. It felt like she disagreed with you over an event that happened, over something that was stupid. I think it was more... But I get it that she's going through... Sorry. Right. That's what I was going to say. I know that she's going through things. But that does not give you carte blanche. Carte blanche to do whatever you want. You can't. I, I know that, but I don't think what she did nope. warranted Heather's response. And so I agree then it with that. Made me, that's what kind of made me be like... Whitney was A, drunk, B, in a, like, heightened emotional state, and C, was, like, trying to do something positive for all of their and Lisa's relationship, relationships, and then Heather just, like, starts screaming at her about, I'm, yes, about those things, but, like, yeah, it was, the reaction was so big that then I was, like, okay, I agreed with Meredith in the next morning that when she was just, like, I think... Whitney has expressed a lot of things and is going through a lot of things on this trip that we can't really help. Like, yes, it was for Jen, but like at the same time, Whitney is literally going to talk with her siblings about the abuse. So she, Mm -hmm. and she felt comfortable bringing it up with us. It's like very, her experience right now is living in that. Yeah. And Meredith was like, I think we should have just like kind of hugged it out and said like, we can stop having this conversation instead of like, blowing up and turning it on her. I I agree with that. I do. But it's just when I think about it analytically, I I just, it's like, it's hard for me to have Whitney's side on it because I think Heather was right. And not in how she handled it. I agree with you. She should have just, that's the missing element here. Yeah. Is that she didn't just say we're not, like you said, to move past it. I don't know. So then Whitney goes to Curtis's house, which, very nice house. I know, yeah. They're doing well. Oh my gosh, her tail is literally hitting the microphone. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, I I just mean, they're like, all the siblings seem to be doing well. Yeah. (laughs) For themselves. Um, So they, so it's Curtis and her, Curtis is her half-brother and Kelly is her half-sister, and they both have the same... They all have the same dad. Right. Um, she says she didn't, like, really see them a lot growing up. And she just kind of feels like she has this big gap. And obviously her memory, like she was saying, that she feels like she needs to close. Um, and really, they didn't go too much into anything. But this was really just them saying, like, yes, a lot of negative things happened in the past. And, like, we just kind of... You can either choose to dwell on them or choose to, like... Think about the good times and then move forward. Right. Which I think that's really good advice. Anyway, what did you think about this whole, their advice and this whole family reunion? I liked it. I thought it was, like you said, positive. They obviously didn't dive into any details um, about anything. And and I would say, I mean, I agree. Like you, at some point you have to, my personal experience has been, Sometimes you just have to, like, forgive and move on. Yeah. Now, even if it's, like, even if you don't want that person in your life, you have to let it go. Because other people are damaged, other people are wrong. You can't control other people, how they feel and what they do. And so all you can do is, like, manage your own life and experience, right? So, I don't know, I think... And also, I think, oh, it's very important um, in these times to forgive yourself 
because I think a lot of people don't do that. If you're struggling with something that happened, you have to learn from it, but you have to, at some point, you gotta realize that you made the wrong decision, or you didn't know you weren't the better person, you're a better version of yourself now, or you didn't have all the information, but, like, you gotta forgive yourself and, and, and move on. Yeah. Live in the present. Yeah. And stop dwelling on the past or what could come. Um, I think that it's interesting that we haven't really talked about the dad at all. I mean, that I feel like that's the implication. Oh, I know. But I mean, he was such a big storyline in season one. And then obviously I know at the end of season one, she wasn't talking to him. And then now this is kind of the only other knowledge that we have about their current relationship. Right. So I'm, I was just kind of, I'm kind of like curious if she's going to actually talk about like their relationship at all now or if it's kind of like trying to cut family out of her life. So I'm assuming she was talking about the person. I, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're not... Well, she wouldn't go talk to her dad's kids if it wasn't the dad that did anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, they back at the house, we see Lisa coming out and she says, Good morning. <laughs> it shows the time is 2.15. Oh, yeah. Um, Meredith walks over the table and was kind of like asking... It was kind of awkward between her and Lisa still. And Lisa was just saying, like, she called John, had a Kit Kat and a burrito, and now <laughs> she's all good, basically. Um, I like that she talks about uh, food the way she does. Yeah. Very, I don't know, it's her comfort, and she, like, expresses it. <laughs> we love seeing a skinny queen order a Diet Coke. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so Jenna's talking about how she has to go to New York to do another mock trial. This time it's, like, a mock trial of the defense. Um, the funniest part from this was just the, the attorney told her to stop getting Botox. Right. Because. You can't look sympathetic if your face won't Exactly. Miss. She can't have, she's unable to show the emotion, even if she's like fully crying. She can't, they can't tell that she's actually upset. That's wild. Also, I started watching Love is Blind and there was a really funny scene where the guy, gets rejected and then he like puts in eye drops to make it look like he's crying and they kept in the eye drop part. I feel like uh, in reality shows they're they're definitely breaking the fourth wall a lot more recently because I think it makes people like at the end of the day you know it's a TV show. So, it's funny. Also, what better way to keep future people from trying to do BS like that if they think they're going to get like called out. Edited out, yeah. Mm. Um, so then she... Just like, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Just like on Potomac this week. Yeah. Uh, Candace is like calling out the producers mm-hmm. for like trying to get a storyline going. Although she, I think she was in the right. Oh, yeah. But I, it's interesting that they would show that even. Yeah, a true true. So basically at this point, Jen thinks that the trial is a month away still. Um, and then she, we show her in the confessional saying the thing about, like, what if she can't celebrate things next year? And then the <laughs> dramatic dun-dun. Uh, and then Whitney comes in, and she basically is, like, saying she doesn't want anything to do with Heather right now in a confessional. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is when they all help Jen pack, and they all give her, like, a big group hug. Um, and then she leaves. And... They go inside and they're all kind of like, I'm going to take a nap. Or Lisa says like she wants to take a nap. And then they, Meredith and Lisa hug for like a long time. Well, I think they were both tearing up a little bit. Yeah, they were, they were both crying. Right. So, I think at the end of the day, I mean. It was a very sweet moment. It was a very sweet moment. Meanwhile, Whitney and Heather just watching. I know, did not (laughs) hug. hug. Well, they hugged after Lisa left, then they all hugged, then they both hugged Meredith. Right. But it wasn't, like, just the two of them hugged. Uh-huh. But I think that was... Even if it was, like, they were in a good place, I think it's... It, it would be kind of weird to, like, watch that and then be like, well, now we have to hug, too. Like, it's almost more awkward if they would have hugged. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> right. It yeah. would feel forced. Right. Even yeah. if they weren't in a bad place, I feel like it would feel forced. 
It would have been funny if they weren't in a bad place. Yeah. Then they all go to dinner at Dirk's Bentley's Whiskey Row restaurant. Right. <laughs> I like all the Twitter jokes about this is where uh, Heather got her black eye. Was the confetti cannon. Oh, I didn't see those. Okay. You've been on Twitter a lot more recently. I know. Uh, so, yeah, they do the tequila shots and there were just confetti cannons on the table. And later, the host, like, brings over the bottle for them. And I thought she was bringing over another confetti cannon, like, mid-fight. Yeah. That would have been pretty funny, though. Truly. Like, ladies. Pew. pew. <laughs> so, they all do, like, a toast. And... Was it uh, Meredith that said yikes. she wanted to... Was it Meredith's idea? I don't remember. Basically, it's like a toast, but just you you each say one mm. word to represent like what you're toasting to. Yeah. And I think Meredith says love, Lisa says peace, Heather <laughs> says friendship, yeah. and Whitney says honesty. After thinking about it for a second, <laughs> honesty. Immediately after Heather says, like, let's just all be friends again, she says honesty. Which Heather did not. Heather clocked it. She said, ooh, ooh. And, uh, ooh. Oh, I loved Lisa's jacket that she was wearing. It was like a cropped ooh, blazer chains. with chains on the bottom. Yeah, or like, like kind the, of like I, diamonds mm-hmm. hanging down. I also have to say, um, Meredith looked like watching when Whitney and Heather were arguing. Her little, she just looked so statuesque. And her, her eyes just kind of moved. And I was like, she's, she's, Stunning. She looks stunning. Yeah. You know what I didn't like, though? No. I don't like Whitney's jean, uh, like, denim patchwork Balenciaga. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it. Um, but that's okay. She's I mean, rich, honey. She can buy another one. It just it, it just reminded me of, like, uh, home. <laughs> oh, too much denim stuff. Well, yeah. And, like, people trying to be, like, fancy, but then it's, like, denim. Like, duct tape. Tuxedos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very that. That energy. I I used to make duct tape wallets. Oh. <laughs> I had a duct tape wallet for the longest time. It tracks. It tracks. I also made Converse out of duct tape. Camouflage duct Ew. tape. <laughs> well, you made shoes? It's a sign of the times. Yeah. Like... On the shoes, or you just like wrapped, you made, made shoes out of duct tape. I like made patterns from my Converse and remade it out of duct tape. Interesting. <laughs> what was the point of that? To be Did creative. you wear them? Fun? No, they were they like fell apart immediately. Oh okay. I kind of just kept it as like a. I made this. Oh okay okay okay. Not functional. It was the point of me making them was for them to be functional, but they. Weren't. Weren't. Because the sh- the sole was like a piece of cardboard. Right. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I agree with that. So then Meredith has a sweet moment where she said that like her family moved to Scottsdale for a year because her mm. sister had bronchitis. And it just kind of made brought up memories of her dad. Um, it was very sweet, I feel like. It was, yeah. It's one of the first times she's really, like, talked about him. Or, like, memories of him. Yeah. On the show. Uh, and I do think it... I, this whole episode made me like Meredith more, too. Yeah. I was kind of, like, off the train, and then maybe she realized, like, how she was coming off. Mm-hmm. But she's also using this moment... Did she take Heather's advice? Or do you think Heather talking to her made her realize... Like she was, she was being superior. Maybe. I wonder. Someone listened to Heather. Right. <laughs> it was not Whitney. So Heather goes to the bathroom and Whitney kind of gives her whole spiel about how she's feeling. She says the same thing over and over. Right. Um, the betrayal of it all, or how she feels is betrayed. And Heather comes back. I love like. Whenever there's awkward moments, Lisa just says things that, like, don't... She says, well, hello there, Heather Gay. <laughs> it's very you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn. And that... Heather says, what did I miss? Mm-hmm. We go to commercial break. We come back. It's the dramatic music from the trailer. Blah, blah, blah. Which I'm excited to get to the part where Whitney says... 
dear God, help us. What, what did she say at the beginning of that trailer? I don't remember. Um, and then, yeah, so then they kind of have another little mini blow-up fight. And we don't have to go fully into it, but it's it's exactly what we were talking about at the top of this episode. Was Heather being insensitive. Yes. Winnie being wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say wrong, but Whitney maybe not having the right feelings about what actually happened. I also feel like there's something not being said because at the end, at the end of the day, you, it's really not that big of a deal. Right. You said Heather was present for something. Heather's saying, I didn't hear that. There's no way to prove it. And maybe, okay, maybe you take it offensive that you, you're lying. And that's a personal issue in your friendship, sure. But, like, the the big blow-up that's happening, the fallout that's lasted. Like, you guys were the closest. And this is what does it? This yeah. is what does it? I, I'm confused. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I think, like, I was hoping watching it back, maybe they would be like, this is really dumb. But it seems like they've doubled down. So, I don't... And it seems like they're gonna keep doubling down. Uh huh. Both of them. Yeah. It's a really dumb reason to. Like, I get the insensitivity part. 100%. I get the. I get what both of them are saying. And there's like little layers to it, but I still think this is like a molehill. Yeah. Also, two little things I wanted to bring up from this part. One, I did think it was funny that Heather was kind of like loudly being like. I didn't say that Lisa gives blowjobs to sit's courtside <laughs> twice. <laughs> like, oh, but I felt bad because she was like, a cr- she was like, hey. I know. She was like, can we not? Say she, was that like, she was having her Botox moment <laughs> where she was like, like she, her face not moving. It was, but it was like pretty, li- <laughs> like she was yeah. like yelling at Whitney about it. Yeah. <laughs> saying these things. Oh, that reminds me. They and don't... the restaurant was really full. And they, there was a, I don't know if it, I can't remember if it was this, there's a clip on Twitter though, of, uh, that Leah Rimini posted, mm-hmm. um, where there's, if you zoom in, if you like focus on the back, there's some guy that's like trying to film them on it, and the guy, the producer's like shoving his hand in front of oh, them. Oh, I did not notice that <laughs> yeah. at all. I have to go back and watch But I don't part. know, it was, they were leaving the, ra- the, wherever they were, but I'm not sure if it was that place or somewhere else. But gotcha. it was this episode, yeah. Um... And then the other thing was, Heather kind of implied that she did know what Whitney was talking about. I mean, it and was weird. She was like, if I did know that, then it's my decision to like... If I chose... If I choose to hear if something I chose, and not... If I choose to not remember an accusation made... If I choose to not keep something in the bank to bring it up later, then that's my prerogative or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. So hearing that too, I was you can't like, see it, but my eyes are going. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it wasn't fully the way she worded it. Wasn't like did make me a hundred percent be like, oh, okay, so this is what you're doing. But it was very that. It was like, okay, this might be what. You're okay, doing. so you are a liar. Okay, so, so, but I still, I still take Heather's point uh, on like. Also, at it's, this part, it's you such kind a of little... groaned and were like, you're not getting it, are you? Were you talking about Whitney or Heather? I think... Guest appearances. <laughs> yeah. But that just makes me, like, can they hear us that clear outside? Yes. They have to, right? Yes. <laughs> Whatever. You know, side note, uh, people have been living in apartments for, like, ever. You would think they have, like would, like, figure out how to soundproof everything so that you don't here yeah everything it makes me realize that i don't think you can get away with murder in a city like this somebody's gonna hear something yeah Mm. i mean people do though so true i was just thinking like when that couple was fighting downstairs if we heard anything bad we could like we are witnesses Mm. (laughs) or like without trying to be except we didn't know where they were so, <laughs> True. Except maybe they were possibly ghosts. They're gonna be like, "Did you hear these people?" We're like, we heard somebody. Were they downstairs? I don't know. Um. Okay. What were we saying? Oh, the groan. The groan. And you said like something like, "Ugh, they're not. She's not gonna get it." 
Was that about when Heather was? <clears throat> I don't remember saying kept that. Saying that like it was this was about Jen and you were making it about you. Or was it about Whitney not understanding Heather? I think it was about what I think the I think it was maybe for both, but really Whitney. Because I still feel like she's being like you said, this wouldn't be an issue if Heather just handled it delicately, understanding that Whitney's like going through something. However, I also think that she's putting expectations on people that she shouldn't be. And that's why she's dissatisfied. Yeah. And I under and I think I, I feel that way because I think I've done that in the past when I was younger. And I've had people do that to me. Where it's like they're they are thinking of it as if you know exactly what they're feeling and thinking in that moment. Yeah. And it's and some of it's insecurity and it's the damage of what happened to her. Or to people in general. But like you have to realize that it's not personal. She's not... It's drag. Right. All these things that she's... When she's talking about it and she's like, I was... I needed you to back me up because I was in a... Uh, I'm feeling very vulnerable. I have trust issues. All these... I'm going... I'm dealing with this abuse. I wanted to get out of this middle section between Lisa and Meredith because she was feeling guilty about it because she's building a friendship. and uh, And then she's you know saying something all these things right and in that moment she just wanted heather to like support her and validate her but it's like tied to all these other things that she's feeling and for heather the only thing that's happening is that you're bringing up rumors about lisa and dragging her into it and she doesn't want to be a part of it so she's assuming that heather is in the same boat with her with all this other baggage she has going on, and Heather's not. She doesn't know that. Yeah. And even if she does know that you're struggling with something, it, she's not feeling it, because it, she's not you. She's not in your brain. Yeah. You just have to remember, I don't know. I think that it's unfair to put that on people. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that's I think that's fair. I just, I just don't think that Heather was being sensitive about... But I... Her. Right. I agree with that, though. Yeah. I, it, Heather should have definitely... The blow-up was unnecessary. And like Meredith said, if she just would have all handled it with kitchen gloves, because yeah. Heather's in a fragile state... Or, sorry, Whitney's in a fragile state, then everything would have been different. Yeah. Did you ever think last year that we'd be talking about this? No. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Although, I mean, I think you had to know at some point it was going to... They were going to have a beef. Everybody does like at some point. Heather might not be a great person. <gasps> oh my gosh. Accusations. <laughs> I don't know. There's just like certain things that I feel like have come up. Like she's fun. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she takes the wrong stance a lot of times. Hmm. She like wants to be liked by Jen so much that it blinds it like blinds her to everything else that's going on and I don't think that's but I don't agree with that Jen Shaw? yeah no I think she's very aware I I think that was an interesting point last season that we talked about was that she was saying listen I knew she was like, I didn't know she was doing anything criminal, but I knew her business was unsavory before, based off the way she described it to me. Like, I personally didn't like it, but I'm still friends with her, and I'm not, you know, and people make mistakes and they do bad things or whatever, and, like, I think it's principled in the sense of, like, maybe you don't agree with it, but she's like, I'm not going to throw her out because she did this. I'll stay friends. Like, you I know, think you Jen, can disagree with that. I think Jen gives off the cool girl energy. And Heather wants to be liked. No? I mean, I definitely think Heather wants to be liked, but I don't think she's, like, grovel. I, I would say that more of Am Lisa. Am I the bad person? No. But I would say it more of Lisa. Like, I think Heather's trying to be Lisa's friend is more of that than Jen. I don't think Jen gives mm. off that vibe. I think she's fine, but, like, well. And a criminal, but, like... <laughs> Okay, so speaking of Jen, they go back to the house 
and they're all sitting around in their pajamas and they're just kind of talking about the Jen situation. And I feel like this is kind of what I was saying. The more things that are coming out, like I remember when all these things were coming out. No, we were having the same conversations. It was like, oh, that's bad. And I think they're kind of realizing like... She's screwed. Yeah. Like even if she goes to trial, like Meredith was saying, these kinds of ones in New York have a 98% New York prosecution winning rate. Right. Like, um, when they go to court, it's because they have, like, everything they need to win. Exactly. And with, like, Stu probably turning on her, and then everybody else <coughs> taking plea deals and stuff, it's like, everything's kind of stacked against her, and I think they all know that. Yeah. And it, I, I, I think that this moment was kind of like them letting us know that they knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also, I feel like, a good bonding moment to have the four of... It's kind of like, we're the ones left. Yeah. We're the... This is us. This is the four now. Yeah. And it ends with Meredith kind of saying that she basically is like, if this... If Jen is going to take this all the way to trial, she she has to know she has a good defense. Which is foreshadowing, because obviously she doesn't take it to trial. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I and it was nice to say, because I think that's what they're like... I think that's what they're banking on, too, because they know it, like, looks bad, but they're still supporting her. And this is their, like, okay, she's still maintaining her innocence, and if she's willing to do this, she must have a great defense. Yeah. And a chance at winning. Exactly. Um, so then they show the next time on, and they're all skiing. Brooks says he's had a boyfriend for the last two years. <laughs> and a big shock. I know. But also, I am kind of, like, on the whole... I, I don't want to be... I know that we thought it was kind of obvious that Brooks was somewhere on the LGBTQ spectrum. The queer spectrum. The queer queer spectrum. But also, I don't want to like make it sound like we were... I don't know that we sounded like this, but I just want to... like I don't want to... Bi erasure is a real thing. <laughs> I don't want to make it be like... Yeah, true. Bisexual people don't exist. They have to be gay or, or straight. Yeah. Um... But it's not surprising that Brooks has had a boyfriend. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Right. But what does that have to do with bi erasure? Well, because I think last year everybody was like, come out already as gay. Uh, but he could be bi. Well, the sentiment of come out already still stands. Yeah. Well, this is his coming out. <laughs> I guess so. Well, not that he owes that to anybody, but also, I don't know, you're on a... Uh, it's just, you know, it's just how the cookie crumbled. Yeah. You know, some of us, some people can pass. And yeah. and some of us cannot. <laughs> and sweetie, you you weren't in that boat. And I'm sorry. And sweetie. You know, I don't think I was much either. Wait, someone, yeah, same. Someone on my TikTok today. Um, a lot of times when I have a video that's doing really well on TikTok, I'll get like random commenters that aren't, that don't know me. Mm. And someone said <laughs> this thing today. I can tell you suffer. Sorry, heart. Do you think that would just meant that they could tell I was gay? I can tell you suffer. Because the TikTok was very not, like, very happy. <laughs> that also sounds like projection. Hmm. I wouldn't read too much now. into that. I'm not. I just think it's funny. Yeah. Speaking of not being able to pass, everyone clocks me on it on TikTok. That's all I meant. Oh, right. True, true. Um, so then we see, like, Jen talking, I don't really know fully what about, um, then we see Whitney and Heather having a conversation, and Whitney is saying she feels like Heather was weaponizing her pain. Um, and Heather again says she made it all about you. Mm-hmm. And then Angie Harrington is uh. there at the ski resort, and she wants to talk to Lisa, and Lisa was like, I'm not interested. So, I actually, like, don't want to have this conversation with you. But Angie is officially, like, a friend of. A friend of. of, yeah. Okay. So, she must make more of an appearance. But it's just interesting that, like, in that moment last year, last season, we fully thought that Angie was telling the truth about Lisa canceling the caterers at the party. I mean, she did look But suspicious. I'm wondering... I was just gonna say, I'm wondering if this, like, more might come out that, like, proves 
Then that wasn't the case. Yeah. Interesting. Because I feel like on Twitter last year when all that was happening, Lisa was like saying a lot of things. Like trying to pull up receipts and stuff. Huh. On Twitter. So, I don't know. Maybe it'll come onto the show. But at this point, I'm team Lisa, so... Yeah. Fuck Angie. <laughs> Get out, Angie. <laughs> um, it's always intriguing to me when they go skiing, because I would die, I think. No. It's so weird to me, like, how rich people just know how to ski and do this, like, very athletic... Well, okay. It, it makes more sense because these people are in Utah. Yeah. I, it, it's weird to me, like, when we would meet people in New York. Like, my last boss would always go skiing. And I'm like, you live in New York City. How do you just know how to do this? Well, she didn't grow up in New York, did she? Yeah. Oh. All right. So. I just, mean, I can't answer that. I don't know. I think it's I just grew that up they, in Florida, I guess so. they go enough that they like, that they know how to do it, but. I don't know. Like, when our friends are like, do you want to go skiing? I'm like, I will sit in a hot tub. Isn't it just, like, a controlled slide? I don't really get it. it no, there's, like, like, trees. Yeah, but the path, like, the slope. You're not, like, freestyle. Like, the slope is cleared, right? And, no. Like, the thing you're going down. There's always trees. Even in the middle? Not in the middle. I mean, they have a lane, though. But you have to, like, go side to side. And then what if you, like, accidentally go the wrong way and then you hit a tree? Oh. Or break your ankle. Or... Tear your ACL. Yeah. It happens. And I'll, I'll tell you this. I've been hurt enough from walking. Oh, God. So I'm not about to go skiing. Okay. It's not for me. But I will go tubing. I've said that before, too. Yeah. And we haven't done it. I'll tube and I'll try skiing. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I've tried skiing. I was always good at rollerblading. So I feel like skiing would be up my alley. I guess that's similar. Mm-hmm. Skate, I, I never skateboarded, so I think snowboard's probably not going to work out for me, but. I mean, you're right. It is kind of a controlled slide. However, it's more than that. Okay. You have to know how to stop. Useful skill. <laughs> I remember one time I tried to go over this tiny little hill, and then I immediately like landed with both skis like sticking into the snow, and then they just flew off. Oh, Lord. Because they have, like, a fail-safe. Yeah. Anyway, it's still interesting to me when how people ski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general. What a wonderful world. What a weird world. These people ski. Okay, well, do you have any final thoughts on the episode? I liked it. It raised a lot of questions for me. Meredith is about selling... About the show and about my own view. Like, like I said, some things I was like, why do I feel that way? So, I liked it. Huh. I don't know that you should feel that way. Like, I don't know that you should question your beliefs. (laughs) Well, I'm saying, like, normally when I see somebody put their hands on somebody, I'm like, there's like, I was like, oh, no, that's bad. Mm. But this time I was like, no, that didn't seem so bad. It's because you like Heather. It could be. But, I mean, I liked Monique. And then she, when she fought Candace, I didn't think, well, of course, she yeah. was much more aggressive in that case. But still. I don't, I'm not like, at this point, I don't feel like fully, I don't think either of them are my favorite anymore at this moment. Wow. Do you? How the mighty have fallen. I am I would say of... this episode, Meredith was winning for me. Because she just looked stunning. I, I appreciate that Whitney is going on this journey for herself. Yeah. But it's not the most interesting thing to watch and hear someone talk about. Uh, not the abuse part, obviously. That's a whole separate thing. But, like, I'm not trying to get entertainment out of that. <laughs> and I think those conversations are, like... I, I enjoy watching her, like, talk and share her uh, piece on that. I just don't necessarily... Like, every other thing they've shown of her is, like, doing a meditation, which is not the most appealing thing to just watch Mm. or hear someone talk about that or she's being messy yeah so i think at the moment definitely it's it's gotta be lisa is my fave right now nice yeah we've had a a flop Mm -hmm. do you want to do another order Hmm. or has yours not changed since last week we can take jen out yeah i i would say meredith is at the top 
then Lisa, and Heather and Whitney are floating by each other at the bottom. You gotta pick. Then I would say Heather Whitney. <gasps> wow. I I mean, based off the episode alone. Based off maybe, this episode alone, I would say Lisa, then Meredith, then Whitney, then Heather. Hmm. Fair. All right. Well, do you have any other final thoughts? No, I'm interested to see more. <laughs> we always say that. Give me more! New episodes daily! <laughs> right now we have three Housewives franchises on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can go ahead and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, rate and review it if you want to. Share it with any of your Real Housewives of Salt Lake City friends. Um, and... This has been Privileged Twinks. I'm Tyler. And I'm Travis. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.